0: Hello and welcome back to the style stories podcast with me your host personal stylist Lisa Gilby this podcast helps you to get clarity on your personal style and we discuss topics around personal style fashion and image and beauty join me and a host of expert guests to take the time out to get some clarity on your personal style and get more from your wardrobe Today's episode is part two of a mini-series I have created with Lizzie Edwards, the style coach, personal stylist and best-selling author of book Look Like The Leader You Are. If you haven't listened to part one yet, just flip back and go to that first, that really sets the scene for today's episode. In today's episode, we are going to be getting into some really actionable tips and tricks that you can use at home straight away to make an impact on your wardrobe today's discussion does focus on what to wear to work in 2024 but all of the things that we cover can be applied to any wardrobe and definitely will help to get that clarity on your personal style so if that's something you want to do then this episode is definitely for you so without further ado let's get on with the main part of the show welcome back lizzie thank you for joining me again onto the podcast yeah it's good to be here again thanks lisa So Lizzie is a personal stylist and like I said on the first episode, she's the OG. She's she's been doing it for nearly eighteen years, which is a long, long time. I've been doing it for fifteen years. She's also the author of the best selling book, Look Like the Leader You Are, which is a seven step style strategy. Ambitious. Flashing it there. I've got a copy. I've got an older copy here. You've got the first edition. This is the second edition. (laughs) And also she's the founder of a membership for professional women called Elevate as well, which helps women with their professional wardrobes. So hopefully I did you justice there, Lizzie. Let's get the episode. Um, So I just want to talk first about, I keep seeing this banded around wear what makes you happy you should just wear what makes you happy but in the last episode and if anyone listening hasn't listened to the episode that we recorded before this you really must listen to that first before we dive into today's episode because that's setting the scene and really explaining why workwear is important what is important about it and you know why we're both passionate really about it and about the work that we do with professional women Not just all professional women as well. The things that we're going to be talking about today really can be applied to any wardrobe. And we're going to go into really actionable tips that you can work on at home that are from Lizzie's book to start the year with a fresh pair of eyes to draw a line in the sand where you are before and just really to move forward with your wardrobe and your style and get it to where you want it to be. Cause I know that it's a huge source of frustration for loads of people and holds lots of people back. It's really overwhelming going into the shops. If you haven't spent any time actually sitting back and working out what works for you in the first place, then you're just going to continue feeling like that. So make 2024. The time to take hold of your style, take hold of your wardrobe and go through these steps. And it really, I guarantee, will make a huge difference to how you feel about your wardrobe and just make life more simple.
1: Yeah. I mean, Lisa, what you just said there about the idea of where, what makes you happy, I think it's partially right. But it's it's that because I think the two things that wardrobe can do for you, which, again, I talked about in the previous podcast is, you know, it, they, it, what you wear does definitely affect how you feel so yes wear stuff that makes you feel good and that feels authentic because when you feel like you're dressed as yourself rather than you know playing a part dressed up as someone that just doesn't feel right then you know you can perform at your best or you can be at your best but also you know it does affect how other people see you and that in effect you know that can affect your job prospects your promotional prospects what you earn all sorts of things so it's an absolute tool for women particularly professional women it's such an amazing tool to use so yes wear what makes you happy but with um an awareness of the impact of what you're wearing and the choices that you make what they have on on other people as well Yeah, wear what makes you happy, but get the clarity on
0: what that is. Yeah. That's really what what this episode is about today. So you were going to go through, we're right at the beginning of a brand new year, perfect time to reflect, to step back, to take a step back from loads of aspects of your life. Yeah. What do you want 2024 to look like for you? What are your goals you know, do you want to do more? Do you want to do less? Do you want to make partner? What what are the things that you want to to do? I'm just throwing a few random things out there. Um, so do you want to go through, Lizzie, the, the first step I think it is in your book, which is called the first chapter. And the
1: first thing that you should really do is to reflect. To take yeah. So my my book um is called Look Like the Leader You Are. And the subtitle is a seven step style strategy for ambitious women. Now, this book could be done by a teenager who's going for their first job, it could be done by a guy. Like it really, it, this is the, it's its focused really about women dressing for work. And again, I just have to always clarify this. Looking like the lead you are does not mean that you work in finance or you're a lawyer or, you know, you work in business and you have to be suited and booted. This could be, you know, your, you know, you could be a head risk you could work in an advertising agency, you could work um, in, a, in a local shop, you could be running your own business online. It's about you showing up as yourself in a work environment, whatever that, that might be. But the interesting thing, obviously going into a brand new year, you know, January, what's, what's really important to say about my steps? So often people think about what we do is about shopping and clothes and new clothes. Now, in my book, the part where the step that is about shopping is the sixth step. There's five steps before then. So what's great is January is a month that I don't even recommend anyone even goes in a store unless they've done all of the things I teach before. And they, by the time they're going into the stores to get some amazing sale bargains, they're doing so very consciously and very, you know, specifically. So what's great about using January as a month to actually go right stock? This is a whole new year ahead of me. What is it that I want? So my, I'm going to just tell you first of all, what the seven steps are. So the first step is reflect, which is really about again, getting clarity on where you're at right now and what you want to achieve. Step two is review. And that's about going into your wardrobe and having a bit of a look through and a clear out. Step three is reorganize where you just get yourself back to basics and really straight and organized because again part of having a wardrobe that works is actually about being able to find things and it being easy to use step four is rethink and that's where i talk about things like um putting outfits together how to build outfits um it's just actually rethinking the whole way that a wardrobe works that's just one part of that step step five is research so i always again people often don't research they just wander off aimlessly out into the stores i really promote the idea of Pre shopping, which is obviously what you and I have to do for our clients, don't we? So we don't just randomly wander into the stores and start plucking at things. We actually go and intentionally look online and then go into the stores before. And then step six is the actual shopping part where you be going out to buy specific items that you've highlighted that you need and that step seven is refine, which is always um and again an extra cherry on the top step which is about grooming just hair makeup nails teeth um, skin all of those things which are the final thing so in those seven steps as i say the shopping part is you don't even get to six but step one is a perfect january step and step one the reflect step as i say it's about getting really clear and the first question in all of is what's your why so really getting clear at the beginning of a year what and in this context and it might if you're not a working woman but you love listening to Lisa's podcast you don't have to think about your career goals but what is your goal what would you like and this can be a long term goal. this could be a five or ten year goal like if you're 30 this could be something like what is your ultimate goal you know do you want to be a CEO do you want to have your own business do you want to you know be headmistress do you want to be a partner in a law firm what is it being really clear on what you want to achieve long term um, or maybe you decide that I'm going to look at what I want to do this year and just have that as a goal. But having some clarity about what your goal is, is a really good place to start, because without a reason to do anything, you won't do anything. <laughs> um, so there's that. that's the first thing is about career goals. And the second thing is about your wardrobe goal. Like, what would you like from your wardrobe? And that can be... Um, the clothes themselves, as in to move into a specific style, maybe um, up the, upgrade the items that you buy, better quality. It could be that you want to transition from wearing a certain style into another style. Maybe your lifestyle's changed, you don't need suits anymore and you're going more casual. It's just about getting clear on what those wardrobe um, goals are. And the final step in the in the why is to, what I call the magic wand exercise. So if I was to be able to wave a magic wand and all of your wardrobe woes were sorted in one go, And you could sort of, and this is why it's a bit of a, if you take the time after you've listened to this podcast, just to kind of do a closed eye exercise, as they say, and just imagine if someone could wave a magic wand and it was all sorted, just write down, just journal, what would it look like in the present? Pause pause the podcast and quickly do that now. Yeah, just press pause and just journal. If you can close your eyes and just imagine, oh, my word, I walk into my room and I've got built-in wardrobes and everything's organised and I've got amazing, you know, picture the scene you know we we can't move towards our goal if we don't know what it looks like and you might not even know that you wanted those things so you know do you open your drawers and all your socks are all lined up what what is it I don't know again we were talking earlier about the David Beckham documentary you know he's he's organized you know he's a little bit OCD um but if you're not is that a goal would you love that would you and, and and also just the other thing that's really important with this it's not about the physical what it looks like it's how it feels And I know for myself, when I go to a client's house and they've got loads of clutter, I can, it feels, and I'm not, I'll be honest, I am not a tidy person. I'm ADHD, (laughs) I'm a bit messy, but I'm not overwhelmed with stuff. You know, so even if I'm a bit messy, it doesn't take me long to put it back together. I'm not searching for things, but if you've got too much stuff, if that's how you start your day, opening up a wardrobe where everything's just a mess, it can feel it can feel it in your body. So, what's the opposite of that? What would be the dream with a magic wand? What would it look like for you to open this amazing wardrobe? And it will be different for different people. So that that's the first the first exercise, the, the why exercise in my reflect step. And that I mean, one of the things that you talk about as well as finding
0: your style worse. you and I are both very hot on having clarity on your style personality right Right. so you visualize how you want things to look you still get confused with clothes when you go in a shop you're like oh my god what is for me I don't know where to start I don't know do you have a thing that people can do to get this clarity on style personality
1: yeah so for me that the part of it as well is my my style aesthetic is very simple and one of my kind of goals if you like in my business and in my membership is to help women to streamline and simplify like I really think that yes there's a lot of women out there who love clothes love dressing and so this isn't really you know the way that I work isn't really for people like that you know they they think the style that I choose is boring but for a lot of women and for my clients and the women in Elevate the idea of just having a wardrobe you could call it a capsule wardrobe but I don't I don't dictate certain items but that idea of things all working together just makes life a lot easier but to get to that point like you say even within that even if i suggested that everybody had a pair of jeans for example what sort of genes would be very different on personality, style, age, lots of different things, but to get to your style. So, one of the other exercises in my reflect step in my book is to do an inspiration board. And again, that's my starting point for creating these style wise. I don't know what your process is, Lisa, but mine is that create an inspiration board. And there's two different things. And often, again, I'll explain this. People often, there's different ways, every stylist has got a different way of doing this, some don't do it at all, but for people who do inspiration boards, I've got two different sides of it. I've got what I call the inspiration board, which is the subconscious thing, which is not about clothes. Now, it doesn't mean that items of clothing or pictures of women in an outfit don't end up on that board, but this is more about if you were to go, and again, I've a lot of this thing I, I do teach in my book and I also teach in my, in my membership Elevate, but if you go looking for images of kind of slightly random things, like and, and the original exercise is flicking through magazines. Now, it's interesting from when I first did the exercise in my book, which I published in 2018, things have moved on so much. I've actually um, changed the exercise a little bit and given other options where you could scroll through Instagram or go on Pinterest to find images of almost... If you were to choose to go to a hotel, what hotel would you like to go to? What are the interiors of that hotel? Um, if you were to buy a sofa, what would the sofa you choose? If you were to go, what's your favourite um Portrait or photograph or painting that you would have on your wall. What's that photograph? If you were to choose a vase, a lampshade, a bird, a flower, like all these slightly random things, even if you use those as jumping off point, they're the things. If you get the images of those, and even even as I'm saying this, you can imagine if me and Lisa, we've got very different styles. If we, if I said to like, Lisa, you go online and find a sofa that you love. Let's go online and both choose some wallpaper that we love. Let's go and choose. Um, uh, a landscape that we love. like they would be different you know just by the nature that we're different and so even from those that exercise you pull up a random selection of images and then the next part of that that's not where we leave it the next part is that you go through um the exercise that i do with my clients is that they do that part and then when i arrive to do their wardrobe session we go through this and i will ask them so this is something that i suggest people do using almost the voice notes application on their phone where they almost interview themselves, like, tell me why you love that picture. And the words that come out, the adjectives that come out, oh, I love it because it's... Because, again, this is the interesting thing, and I see this in Elevate, my membership, is that some people will say, oh, can people tell me what they see in my vision, my inspiration board? And I think it's great to get other people's... Sometimes people see things that you don't see. But the interesting thing is, unless you know why someone's chosen that picture... So, for example, I could choose a picture of... A beautiful dahlia, which I love. Dahlias for my flowers. I might have chosen that particular picture because of the, of the colour, you know, not the flower at all. But oh, I love that colour pink. Someone else could have said, "Oh, I love the texture of those petals. That I love the way that they're really refined and they're quite dramatic." You know, they're very different words. So, so the the picture in itself isn't the interesting thing until you dissect why you love it. So that's where once you start interviewing yourself about what's on this board, you know, why do you love that sofa? Oh, I love the velvet. It's really lush. It feels really um, luxurious. Someone else might go, I love that green. It's really vibrant. So the same sofa, if it was in a lush, vibrant green velvet, someone might say, oh, it's luxurious. Someone else might say it's vibrant. Very different words. Same picture. So again, what I did in in Elevate when I last did a, a training for this exercise is I've pulled together hundreds of images that they they choose from and all the members have chosen when they pull their board together so trying to fast track it for them basically because even given people the idea oh just go and find images it's a bit like oh no um it's interesting the same images people create very different mood boards and inspiration boards and have very different words so this is where you, you fine-tune it, you get these style words. And I don't know, Lisa, is that is that a similar exercise to what you do with your clients? Yeah, I love this. I mean, you, you've you gone really sort
0: of a lot deeper. I've never thought about the thing with choose a flower, choose sofa, choose, you know. And I think home decor, for example, mm. how do you decorate your house? It's a big clue to how you want to decorate. Are you cute, country cutesy? Are you ditzy prints are you minimalist? are you classic are you traditional you know are you a bit avant-garde that there are different you know words you can take from your home decor what you're naturally drawn to and I think with our home that's one of the things that we really think about deeply yeah,
1: people put a lot more energy into their home decor than they do their wardrobe yeah again it's an analogy that I use in my book where you would never just go and and randomly buy a sofa and then without measuring up or considering the wallpaper you know you would choose each item in a refurb individually taking to account the context the the lifestyle requirement do you have kids is it going to be i uh, got a dog jumping on it is it big is it small people do all of that for their environment but they never think about their wardrobe in the same way you know they just don't No. But, and then again hotel uh, hotels is one that i often come to so my dream hotel i love all the soho house hotels that's my you know very cozy very comfortable but neutral palettes Someone else would love Dubai bling stuff. I don't. I wouldn't want to be in a hotel with hard surfaces and chandeliers and lots yeah. of gold taps. Totally not my vibe. You know, when, you know, in the old days, and I haven't seen it for years, but when they go to that Versace hotel after I'm a it's like I would hate to be in a hotel like that. I don't care if it's 500 quid a night. It's just not my vibe at all. And I swear there's no rights and wrongs in it. But when you know what you love... It's, you know, the style. I don't do glitter. And, you know, I know that you love sequins and metallics and stuff. It's just not my thing. Mm. So it's like when you know that it's you can just relax into it. It's like, fine, no rights and wrongs. Just I know that that's what I like. And then you just save an inordinate amount of time getting clear on that
0: because you've got your clarity yeah you asked you asked do I do that with my clients I do I do the Pinterest board thing and then I sort of rationalize it in words and try to get people to come up with just three words mm. I also say to people follow a couple of influencers on Instagram but try not to follow too many because that actually can really mm. throw you off course as well It's it's just getting to like you say your vibe yeah the key thing what is your vibe yeah what clues can you take from how you've decorated your house? And okay, you sort of pain over decorating your house because you're hopefully going to have it for a few years yeah. and it's expensive. So your wardrobe, you can change mm. yeah, a lot more easily. But people leave
1: their wardrobe to the bottom of the pile. Yeah, they really do, yeah. But I think that the idea, so, you know, with the getting your style was from the inspiration board and just remembering that the inspiration board is a subconscious exercise. It doesn't have to be logical. And then like you just talked about the other thing I suggest people do, another, another exercise in the same chapter of the book is an aspiration board where you're actually looking for the clothes that you like. So I like, you know, that outfit. I like that person's style, finding people whose style you admire, because again, I'll say it, there's no harm in copying. If you like what someone looks like in a whole outfit pick it apart and go and copy it or or figure it out and again a lot of the trainings that i do about outfit building is explaining the theory of why something works or not and often when you see it you can't unsee it and then you can understand how to build an outfit there is a science to it it's not random so i think that you know really knowing that and and being clear on you know you've got the the style words from the inspiration board having some you know, style icons, for want of a better word, that you you think I love what they do, and and narrow it down. It at least says you know don't you don't need to kind of have too many because it's confusing. And also, if they are celebrities or influencers, their life is not necessarily realistic. So they don't have, you know, they just don't have a real life. You know, they're not out in the rain or they're waiting on a cheap platform or you know all of that stuff. So it's it's getting the aesthetic. That you can then apply to yourself so that's you know one of the other exercises but before I suggest anyone even then goes on and buys anything the other and um, the next exercise within the reflect step is to do an image audit and again so many people this is separate to having a wardrobe review where you just go through and go oh, I haven't worn that phrase so I'm going to get rid of it but to consciously and you'll hear me say that word a lot consciously get dressed for work so you can either do this way you basically dress for work over the space of a couple of weeks so you've had a different pattern to work and take photographs of yourself every day because often just seeing the photograph makes you really see oh okay that is not good or you have a Saturday or a weekend or maybe a time over Christmas or you know the new year where you can take a day and just get dressed for work but without taking any more time but do it properly everything including the coat including the bag and and see the whole outfit and again take a picture because pictures are much more startling than looking in the mirror and, and look at how you're showing up. And sometimes when people do this exercise in Elevate, they're like, whoa, okay, I didn't realize. And I don't know, again, Lisa, I'm sure that you can't help but when you're waiting in the train and you look at people getting dressed, so many people are sort of dressed for work until they put their coat on and then suddenly they've got like a dog walking coat on or they're dressed for work where, or they're dressed generally. Like I was at a party recently and someone was completely dressed being in the party and then they just had these sort of running shoes on and i don't know they might have just forgotten them and thought you know what i'm not going to not go to a party it was like they're they just mismatched something just completely off they didn't have the complete outfit
0: you can kill you kill an outfit with not paying attention to the details. yeah another one i see is a scruffy old rucksack
1: yeah, a gruffian rucksack or, or a plastic bag. or And I've seen it at weddings as well where people put a lot of effort into, oh, I'm wearing this dress and then it's been colder or wet. And actually, they've spent the, most of the time in a, either their husband's blazer over the top of it <laughs> or just like a coat that they just happen to have. They haven't thought through, which is why, again, my emphasis is on always getting these basics in. Because if you've got the coat that works with everything... If it's going to rain or it's a colder day you've, you've got something that just you can always stick on and but when you do this image audit um you know you can really see what it is that you're where you're going wrong because what i also suggest in the audit and again this is an exercise that's in more detail in my book but also in the show notes, I'm going to put a link where if you want to, um, you can download my image audit kind of exercise in with more detail. But it's also to look at when things aren't right, what, what is letting you down? Is it the quality of the clothes? Is it that the garments in themselves are okay, but they're just looking a little bit shabby, like you've had them too long? Is it that they're not fitting you properly and they're pulling? Or maybe it's just the, 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 so the grooming aspect of it. They often be a reason why something's not working, but it's, it's being your own image consultant and being self-critical enough to really look at yourself and front and back you know it's the really looking at yourself from all sides and and getting really clear on on that it's raising consciousness and if you're now thinking about your
0: wardrobe in this way I think your eyes will start to open because like I said before people put this to the bottom of the pile Mm. you know people do believe on some deep level it's frivolous to buy yourself clothes Mm. you know just let that go because investing in yourself
1: is investing in your brand and your but it's also you know one of my business mentors he has this, this phrase that he talks about called which he says be do have you know it's not the you've got to be the person you want to be before you can become it so if you have any intention of a goal this year of a promotion of a new job you've got to you can't wait oh, I'm going to wait until I've got that new job to invest in myself. No, you'll get the job because you've invested in yourself now, because you will show up differently. He also has a phrase where he says the transformation is in the transaction. And he's obviously talking about that in the fact, you know, in an online business world where people get stuff for free, they don't value it. But if you, if you pay for something, you're much more likely to show up. So actually you're doing a service for people by charging them because they're, they've got skin in the game. And I think that's the same with clothes. You know, when you've, you know, if you've spent more on a blazer than you might have done, if you've moved away from buying one from Zara, even if it's going up to buying one from Massimo Dutti, still high street, maybe a hundred quid difference in price. The fact that you have to think more about the purchase, the fact that it's probably better constructed, you will stand differently in it, it will do up better, it will feel nicer. It just changes, the knock-on effect is really big. So it's that investment. I think as to try and, and you know, really impress on all of our clients and, and women to, not see dressing as frivolous but it's an investment in yourself and it pays dividends it really you know it can get you i've had clients and i'm sure you have lisa where they've had you know big pay increases they've secured new jobs yeah people see them differently they look more they look valuable They are much more valuable your energy changes Mm -hmm. it shifts your energy people pick
0: up on that vibration because we're looking for all sorts of different clues so it really helps so i think you know, as well, like you say, I think the reflect thing, you know, look in the mirror and describe with words what your outfit looks like. Yeah. You know, if if there's a scruffy in there, maybe that's not good. You know, you've yep. got sort of and if you're dressed in just practical clothes, guess what? You look practical. Mm. You feel practical. Mm. So it's like how do you want to look? You will probably,
1: like we said in the last episode pulled together put together yes the most common thing and actually one of the most common things that people say is that again when i when i ask a, a questionnaire from people when they join elevate often it's like i've got a wardrobe of random items but i don't have any outfits you know and that's where you're buying ad hoc you're on a whim with a newsletter that's come from a brand that you've bought from once and then they're bombarding you twice a day you're seeing something on instagram it looks fantastic on the person you're and you've just bought this thing, and it just doesn't—it's just not right. But if you don't stop and take stock, and get all those, you know, basic pieces in, and you'll, you know, you can't make all those the items work. And so many people—they've got a lot of items in their wardrobe that will work if they can get the core items in. So the character items are all the kind of bits that pull you. Because let's be honest, when you walk into a store, the mannequin, the front of store, the rails are not showing you. The plain white T-shirt, the black polar neck, the navy trousers—that they're just not. Absolutely, <laughs> so the thing on the mannequin is not that, and so they're often the things where you don't have, you're not, you're not, you're not buying them, and
0: they're the glue that hold the wardrobe together. This is, a, you know, you might have great pieces in your wardrobe, mm. brilliant pieces, but they don't work together because people really struggle, don't they, to pull outfits? Together.
1: Absolutely. Yeah and if you're if you're more of a magpie dress or you love a bit of sparkle or a pattern or colour you know yes brilliant if you if you love a skirt and it's got a ruffle and a pattern and whatever again this this comes down to taste my personal taste is that that would only work with something really plain on top you need that navy crew neck you need that i mean my my big go to is always an off white ivory coloured top t-shirt blouse silk blouse if you've got a wardrobe of all of those pieces then the blingy stuff the character pieces you can put on in a snap if you suddenly decide that you want to wear those bright red patterned trousers you need the plain top yeah (laughs) often people don't have that and actually with shoes often everything's got something on it extra and it's like no get the boring moment and i shouldn't use the word boring because the the real core pieces are going to make everything else effortless and, and and for me my mission is about making as i said this before streamline and simplify if you want to get dressed in a flash you have to have all of those pieces so that you not have to think it through that idea of putting something on oh, no, or it doesn't quite work taking it off again what a waste of time and an energy drain you know
0: like you said the recipe It's a recipe as well It's a balance so outfits are balanced so you need the basics in your wardrobe you know and if you don't want to look too formal, always thinking of words. So say you go into, you work in an office, but you don't want to look formal. You've got tailored trousers. Don't put a tailored blazer with it. Mm. Wear a different style cropped bootleg jacket or something. Something that's a little bit different. Something basic with that tailoring. So you've got a balanced wardrobe. So mm. it's like making sure you've got all those pieces then to have the outfits. So let's just recap on on so what people need to do to sort of get this clarity at this point in january 2024 to reflect
1: at- yeah so to first of all as i say, start off with the question about what's your why um and if you rewind the, the podcast you can get the details on that and then go into your brand values as well so that's the other thing that we haven't actually covered yet but i'll do that in a second so then it's do the inspiration board to get your star words from from the interviewing of yourself um, and then doing the image audit but the other part that's really important from a work perspective is to be really clear on your brand values and these are not set in stone so as a as a you know as at the end of the day when you're an employee or you've got your own business you are a product you you know people want to know what you're about and if you don't know what you're about you can't project that so the one the way that i think it's easy for people to get is to say if you walked into a room what would you want to people to know about you before you open your mouth and it can be, you know, usually in the work environment, the same words come up all the time, professional, competent, reliable, all of those. So they're, they're kind of, yeah, great. And then it's the extra ones, which would be different. Someone might have um, powerful, someone might have approachable, someone could have fun someone could you know the little extra ones and then it's like well what what does that look like in clothing and obviously that's way too much to go into here but having even just the thought of it just being remotely aware of it either at all stages so when you're shopping if once you know what these value words are and you know i always say to people look if you if you you know even if you have one that's great but if you have about five you might use a couple on a different day, like a day where you've got a board meeting, you might use different words to the day where you're you're with a team just doing some brainstorming, but you you're conscious of them. So when you're dressing in that morning, so when you're shopping, when you're dressing, when you're packing for a conference or something, knowing, okay, how do I want to show up? It means that you might choose that suit over that suit, you know, because you might decide, actually, my softer fabric, lighter coloured suit is... You know, if one of my words is approachable, that is the best option for me over my black suit. And and when you're conscious of all of these things, and obviously that's touching on colour and contrast, which is, again, a really big part of what I teach, uh, knowing the impact of your vision, of your visual impact is really important when you're making decisions. So, but once you've got those star words in, making those choices. And I think that even when people are approaching into 2024, just that idea of when they go to a store when they get dressed, just having a couple of words in their mind of how do I want people, what do I want people to see about It might make you decide on one blouse over another. <laughs> you know, in that moment, it helps you make a decision. It's not just random. Oh, I'm just going to put this on today. It's like, why? Why are you going to choose that over that? And it's just as helpful
0: to know what isn't for you. This is what this does. Mm. Helps you to then just ignore what isn't for you. Admire <laughs> more someone in the, the outfit, you know, mm. Sequence, but no it's not for you you mm. looks great i can i well she's got all the confidence it's brilliant but i know it's not for
1: me because i and, am and that's that's it for me like i that's not my style but i love it like when i see a woman i was watching something on the tv the other day where there was a woman who was an artist um and she had really loud pattern dress on and big glasses and she had blue lipstick on i mean Again, totally not my style, but she just looked amazing. Rocked it. And so you can really, because she owned it. It was so her. She would look so wrong in my style. It just, it would be, she would look invisible. She would, it was just so, it wouldn't be congruent. I would feel so uncomfortable in that kind of outfit. Like it's just not me. And I think that when you feel comfortable in your clothes and you feel totally authentic you can you know and again just to say a lot of women feel when they get to our kind of age middle age there's almost this idea that you know women obviously can get a bit invisible so there's often you know I've seen it on image consulting things before where suddenly like wear a red jacket or do this and that and they they don't want to they don't want to be visible in that way and a lot of my clients and elevate members are quite introverted they don't want heads to spin and people to go oh my god they want to Uh they want to be they want to look good and they want it to be easy but they don't want to draw attention to themselves and so to to really own that and say right what does my style look like for me where I feel good that's the important thing you don't have to suddenly get to middle age and start wearing a bright scarf and you know that kind of you know we laugh you know, you know what I mean where people are encouraged suddenly they're like oh I've got to wear I'll never forget one of my clients once when I said to her she's no you know what you you can just wear maybe that could be your signature style she's like she was so relieved because she sort of thought i've got to suddenly start wearing a red jacket it's not if it's not right for you and 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 the other thing that i'll say as well is that your impression even if you wear very simple styles the thing that can have impact is can be literally something like the quality like if you someone's got a really beautiful jumper on they can just be standing there in a camel colored jumper. you know if it's cashmere you know like it's the impression that you get from clothes, they don't have to be all singing or dancing roughly sequin pattern. They can just be really clean and look really good. And there's a there's a confidence that comes from that style. And I don't know, I didn't watch it because I don't have Sky, but that succession programme, there was a whole thing about love the word for it where they wore this sort of the clothes were so simple but they like oozed richness it's um, quiet luxury quiet luxury yeah that people get it you know and that's more my aesthetic of my aspiration would be for that kind of look like other people that would be like I said this this artist woman it would be totally wrong for somebody else because you've got to know what's right for you yeah exactly
0: 100% I'm so so passionate about it and it's the biggest thing I found out about my own style as well you know shouldn't feel bad that I'm a relaxed dresser because that's just it is my vibe I am casual I am relaxed I don't like feeling trust up I don't really like tailoring and that's fine right. you know another thing um, misconception people have is that when they get older the red scarf thing that's hilarious you know you have these things attached to clothes mm-hmm. as well. Don't you? but it's just yeah get your vibe I mean that's the biggest takeaway from today's podcast really is to if I could just tell you one thing from what we've talked about, is to think of your style words. Mm. It just makes the biggest impact and helps mm-hmm. the clarity. And so are there any other steps to do in your
1: first part? That's 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 the, all for the first step, reflect. Apart from mm. the other thing that you can do, and, and often it, I'll say to people, look, wait until you're about to go shopping. But the other thing to get clarity on, because this, this beginning of the year thing, just get clear, become aware, stop hiding, If you haven't got a full-length mirror, get a full-length mirror. A lot of women don't have a mirror because they don't really want to see the truth of it. See the truth of it because you can't make change if you can't see it. Um, And also measure yourself. So, again, a lot of women, particularly now there's a lot of stretchy clothes in, are in complete denial about what size they are. Now, sizing, there is no judgment on size. We talked about this in the previous podcast. Size is just, you know, it just... Tells you what size you are. Now I've had many a client who they'll say I'm a size 14 and they're not, they're like an 18, but because they've been wearing stretchy clothes, they're just in denial about it. And what that does is it makes shopping very difficult because you can spend time looking at things that you just can't buy because you're not in that, you know, you need to know, you need to know what size you are. In order to shop effectively online now we all know every store is different so there's a little bit of detective work to do on making sure that you in that brand you know what size you are and even then it's not 100 but you've got a much better chance of getting things right getting things that fit you but i think the, the biggest tip that i would give for 2024 you know what to wear and dressing is just to be really aware be honest with yourself if you're not happy with what you see in the mirror what actions can you take to do something about it and one of the things I will say really clearly at the beginning of this is, and you'll have had this, I'm sure, I've had people who they think they're going to wait until they've lost weight to do anything about their wardrobe and their clothes. And I I cannot stress enough how it's the wrong way around. If you take care of yourself as you are now, if you've put on weight and things are all a bit tight, buy new clothes, it's not a waste. Honour yourself as you are today. If and it's a big if. If there's weight to lose, it will come off naturally. You can get the clothes altered. Don't wait until people often will go, I'm going to wait until I've lost weight. The day never comes because they don't feel great about themselves. If you dress yourself with love as you are right now, if there's weight to come off, it will come off. And And I think a lot of people in the new year, they have goals for losing weight, getting fit, doing all the things. Yeah. Don't wait. And then it then it just you know it comes on but the measuring yourself and getting clear on what size you are before you shop is really really important and and again no no judgment on that just it's, it's a factual size of just telling you when you want to buy that item this is the size frame of that it doesn't say anything about you as a person and that's kind of it for that first step and then obviously the second step is comes very quickly on the hot of that image um, order is to have a review of your wardrobe and actually go through it and clear it out and then reorganize it. Um and just because a, you know part of looking good, good and having an effortless wardrobe is having a wardrobe that functions well and is easy. And again, my big thing as I said, streamline and simplify um just to have a wardrobe that you can open the doors of and everything inside of it is something that you can wear that day. And if that means putting your summer stuff in another wardrobe or away I mean I don't have a very big wardrobe so I have to pack my summer stuff away which means that everything in that wardrobe is fits me can work is in order Um, it's just that review is just really worth doing and if you've got things that don't fit move them out of the way pack them away just put them somewhere separate pack them away temporarily if they still don't fit you in six months or a year yeah. let them go like let let go of that guilt and just dress, dress yourself as you are today so I can't stress that's probably one of the biggest issues, I think, for a lot of women is that they've got all of these different sizes in their wardrobe. Now, I get that often there's so much fluctuation that it doesn't mean that they were an eight and now they're a 16 and there's a big gap. And actually, if that's the case, then obviously let go of that. But a lot of women, it's not as clear cut as that. It's they, they vary on different months. They, they might even vary throughout one month. So in that case, you know, you might keep a few more sizes on the go so to speak, but it's about being honest with yourself and realistic about what you, what you can achieve and letting go of a size that you maybe were before. If you're not, you know, not in a position to, you know, starve yourself or exercise, you know, you just, you're like, no, I'm not, I'm not going to realistically, I'm not going to be there again as I am now as a middle-aged woman or as a busy woman, I'm not prepared to put in the work it takes or the energy it takes to be something that's, you know, not important anymore. It's like really dress yourself. As you are with life. Is too short. Life is too short and it goes really fast. I can't,
0: you know, Christmas comes so quickly each yeah. year. We're in January again and we're sort of starting again. It's like, oh my goodness, it just whizzes past. Mm. Yeah, just look after yourself today, who you are today. And we evolve all the time. Mm. You know, what's in your wardrobe now might not be what you would wear, you know, even six months ago. You've mm-hmm. just got this reflection is really important. Mm-hmm. It's just step back and take a bit of time to work mm-hmm. that up. So we've got an exciting giveaway mm-hmm. So if you enjoyed listening about how to reflect from Lizzie's book, Look Like the Leader You Are, you can go into a lot more depth and do all of the steps. It's a seven-step strategy. It's good to have a strategy. It's great to have a guide. This is a bestseller, this book. It's brilliant. So Lizzie is giving away five copies. Do you want to talk about your giveaway?
1: Yeah, so I'm going to give away five copies. So I'll post this out to you. So obviously, um, if you, what you need to do is you need to follow me on Instagram and Lisa on Instagram and then send a DM with the word book to me on Instagram. And then on the, uh, the end of January, which I'm believing is the 31st of January, we will put all of those names in a hat and we will pull five people and I'll get in touch with the five people to get your addresses. And I will send you this in the post, but if you, if you don't want to wait, um, and you want to get it, you can, um, in the show notes of the podcast is the link where you can buy the digital version and you also get the workbook as well. So if you want to crack on with that before then, but some people just, I mean a lot of people and I do this myself, is I buy the Kindle version, buy the audio version, and I have I like to have the actual copy in my hand. So some of my favourite books, I've got them in all different formats. So um, but anyway, five. Um, and if you really want the, the paperback version, you can you can buy that on Amazon anyway. Um,
0: oh, I love going through with the highlighter. I really mm. like the paperback because then I can yeah. put pages down. I get highlighter and highlight it. I'm the same, yeah. I'm
1: old school.
0: I like that. Definitely, definitely the paperback. And um, Thank you, Lizzie, so much for joining me. Oh, no, thanks for having me again. It's That's great. It's such a good chat. We're both... Hugely passionate about what we do. I've got some freebies as well. If anyone wants some freebies on body shape and personal branding, Lisa Gilby style forward slash free. So, and going for the giveaway, send either Lizzie or me a DM on Instagram and then end of Jan, we'll pull five names out of a hat. So I hope you enjoyed today's episode. Thank you, Lizzie. Thanks so much. Thanks, Lisa. I hope you enjoyed today's episode with Lizzie Edwards. That was a lot of information to take in, so we do have some tools to help you with that. If you go to elevatewithstyle.com, Lizzie has an image audit that you can undertake, and January is a perfect time to do that, perfect time for reflection. All my free resources are at lisagilbystyle.com forward slash free. So if you go ahead and follow Lizzie on Instagram at Lizzie Edwards style and also me, Lee Skilby stylist over on Instagram. And then if you send Lizzie a DM saying book, you'll be put into a draw. And on the 31st of January, we will pull the draw. And if you win, we will get in touch and send you a free copy of Lizzie's book. Look like the leader you are. Please remember to hit the follow button and leave me a review if you're enjoying the podcast. Thanks so much for listening. I'll see you next time.